Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The Curse of Lava Muck. One day, Kitty woke up from a dream she could only half remember. She thought she heard Jeffrey and Jennifer calling her name, but when she opened her eyes, she couldn't hear the twins' voices anymore. Her whole body felt stiff, like she'd been sleeping for years. She realized that she was in a box with a bunch of other sleeping animals. She crawled out of the box and saw that they were in the attic of yesterday's macaroni. It was quiet and still up there. What's going on, Meowmy? She found Doggy and Bunny and woke them up. Then she remembered Myrrh and woke her up, too. They crept down the stairs together and into the main part of yesterday's macaroni. Everything was just as still and quiet as the attic. Nothing moved. There was no sign of Jeffrey and Jennifer. No sign of any other living thing. Kitty said, okay, something very weird is happening, Meowmy. Bunny said, shh, I hear something outside. They went outside to investigate. There were huge machines crashing through magic woods, cutting down trees and dragging them away. The few remaining trees had orange paint spots on their trunks, marking them for destruction. Bunny said, oh no, who's doing this to our forest? Mm. They heard the hum of Mama, but she sounded low, defeated. Her light was dim, like the moon when it appears in daytime. Doggy said, what's that, diet Mama? Bunny said, no, it's regular Mama, but something's wrong. Mm. Doggy said, Mama, how long have we been sleeping? Mm, ten years. Doggy said, oh, no wonder I'm starving. And Kitty said, Mama, what's going on? Who are these mysterious giants destroying our forest? Mm, they are called humans, also known as grown-ups, or sometimes just pee-poo. Doggy said, well, that sounds inappropriate. How can we stop them, Meowmy? Mm, you can't. The Pipu are too strong. And now that they have destroyed the forest, mm, the magic that gave you life is going away. Bunny said, but how did all of this happen? Mm, someone put an extreme version of the curse of Lavamuk on this world. And I was no longer able to protect the forest from invasion. Doggy said, who put a curse on us? That's rude. Mm, it was the pumpkin of magic woods. Kitty said, what? I killed him. Mm, yes, you almost killed him. Doggy said, almost? Oh man, I know where this is going. Mm, when Kitty smashed him with the stone bat, a piece of the pumpkin landed on the long lost crown of life. Mm, he grew back more powerful than ever. He was able to put the curse on your world. Now your version of Magic Woods will be destroyed. Mm. Bunny said, oh no. Mm, I could have saved you all, but I don't have enough power to counteract the curse. Mm, I can't lift you to the forest in the sky. Doggy said, well, on the bright side, Ruffy, at least Kitty didn't cause this apocalypse. The party pooper prophecy was wrong. Mm, actually, Kitty did cause the end of the world. It's her fault that the pumpkin found the crown and became super powerful. 
Mm. Kitty said, oh, sorry. Bunny said, Mama, isn't there anything we can do? No, the pumpkin is invincible now. Doggy said, invisible? No, invincible. He can't be defeated. Kitty said, Meowmy, there must be something we can do. Farewell, animals, and good luck. And then Mama floated away. Doggy said, oh, bum deal. I guess we're all going to die or something. I better have one last hoagie. Kitty said, no, Meowmy, I'm not going to give up without a fight. And then she looked at Mer and said, uh, get lost. Mer said, excuse me? I mean, sorry, Meowmy, but... You know how when the three of us, me, Bunny, and Doggy, are alone together, we float to the pumpkin's time? Well, we should go there now and take the crown of life from him and give it to Mama. But we need to be alone to get to his world for some reason. Mer said, oh, that actually makes sense. But maybe you should bring some weapons with you. Kitty said, ooh, that's a good idea. So they went into the mountain and grabbed some of Whiskers' old exploding tomatoes. Now we're ready, Meowmy. The three of them waited outside with their tomatoes, and sure enough, a warm wind lifted them into the air. And then the world rippled and swirled around them, faster and faster and faster, until at last, they floated down to the earth in the pumpkin's time. His forest looked the same as ever, cold, dark, and still. Bunny said, looks like his forest is doing fine. Doggy said, yeah, no pee-poos here. That's right. They stared in horror as the pumpkin glided out from behind a mighty tree. He was larger than a regular pumpkin now, and he positively thrummed with hidden power. Leafy vines grew from the stem on the top of his head. They twisted and turned like a nest full of snakes. Kitty said, the crown of life must be inside him. Let's blow him up and get it out. So she threw an exploding tomato, and it hit the pumpkin. It was a direct hit. He exploded. Doggy said, oh, good shot. But then the pieces of the pumpkin came back together again. Instantly healed. Oh, no. So they tried the other exploding tomatoes, but every time they wounded the pumpkin, he just healed himself instantly. Doggy said, oh, he really is invincible, or whatever it is, Ruffy. Then the pumpkin said, no more games. A barrage of pumpkin seeds shot out of his mouth. Dozens of them at once. Ah! Kitty and Doggy were instantly turned to stone. It was a miracle that none of the seeds had hit Bunny. Ah! She ran away. And the pumpkin shot more seeds at her. Ah! She zigzagged right into the forest. And the seeds missed her. But one of them hit a giant tree and turned it to stone. The mighty stone branches crashed to the earth. One of the branches landed on the pumpkin and squished him. But Bunny knew it would be just a matter of time before he was healed again. I need to get somewhere safe, but where? Then she remembered the tower in the center of the crater, where the pumpkin had taken her on her first visit to this world. She ran there as fast as she could. And she stepped into the tower and slammed the heavy stone door and locked it, just as the pumpkin entered the crater. And a minute later, he banged against the door. But Bunny knew that he couldn't get inside. She was safe, for now. You can't stay in there forever, rabbit. You might as well surrender. Bunny said, never. And then she collapsed to the floor and wept uncontrollably until she fell asleep and knew no more. Bunny woke a little while later. She had no idea where she was at first. Then she remembered... 
She was in the silvery tower in the center of the crater. She wondered if the pumpkin had gone away, so she peeked through a tiny crack in the door and saw a flash of orange. The pumpkin was still outside, waiting for her. She said, well, I guess there's nowhere to go but up, so she climbed the tower stairs to the room at the top. The wizard was still sleeping up there. Watery rainbow shapes swirled through his space crystal pillow. Bunny looked down at his kindly old face. And then she thought about the world to come, when all her friends would be dead and magic woods would be gone. And a tear fell from her eye. It landed on the wizard's face and brought color to his features. And then, slowly, he stirred, stretched and opened his eyes. And Bunny went, oh! And then he clutched his back and went, oh, I've been sleeping on that bed and using that crystal pillow for 49 years, 8 months, 17 days, 4 minutes, and 27 seconds in your time. Bunny said, "Uh, how do you know exactly? I'm the wizard who knows basically everything about Magic Woods, created by Colan long ago. Colan? That's the pumpkin's real name. Oh, right. And he's outside the tower right now. The wizard said, yes, I know, I know. I know almost everything about this world, remember? Oh, right. The wizard said, here, help me lift this. And then the wizard and bunny lifted the heavy crystal he used as a pillow. Uh, uh, And they carried it to the windowsill and put it there. And the wizard said, drop this on the pumpkin and see what happens. Huh? It's a space crystal, strong enough to crush the pumpkin and break the crown inside him. Then the energy inside the crown will be released. It will rise up and go into Mama, and then she will be invincible. Bunny said, really? Yep. And then the wizard yawned and laid back down. Bunny said, um, are you going back to sleep? Yeah, sleep is the only thing I like. At least my dreams stay mysterious and unknowable. Unlike real life, where I know everything that will ever happen in this world. Good night. He closed his eyes and drifted back into everlasting slumber. Bunny could hear the pumpkin calling up to her from the crater floor below. You might as well give up, rabbit. I am forever. Bunny said, no, you're not. And she pushed with all her might until the heavy crystal fell out the window. At first, the pumpkin didn't realize that the object coming towards him was a space crystal. But he figured it out right before it landed on him. No! crystal crushed the pumpkin and shattered the crown inside him. Then green light and energy shot up into the sky. Bunny peeked out the window. An orange wisp of cloud rose from the broken pumpkin like a spirit. It reached up towards the tower like it wanted to get inside. But then a warm wind came in from the forest and it blew the spirit away with a mournful sigh. And it never appeared again in that or any world. Mama appeared in the sky, brighter than ever. Mmm, congratulations, Bunny. You have killed the pumpkin and saved your friends, and the crown's power has gone into me. Mm, now I can send the pee-poo away. Bunny said, oh, glad to hear it. Then she kissed the wizard's forehead. Sweet dreams. And then she walked down the tower stairs and back to the field where her friends were waiting. Well, that's the end of the story, The Curse of Lavamuk. The next story is called The Land of the Disappeared.
Goodbye.